0: Hello and welcome to the Thoughtful Realtor Podcast. I am Kenny Gong. I'm Cliff Sang.
1: And I'm Connie Chung.
0: And we are the founders and partners of Willamar Real Estate. This is a show for those interested and invested in the world of residential real estate. Every episode, we sit down for insights and stories and conversations about all things in the real estate market today, running a real estate team in California, and finding our way as leaders and business partners. And today we have some blessings in disguise for everything from life to real estate to entrepreneurship. What are some of these blessings in disguise? And it could be also unexpected things, unexpected insights, um, things that might be counterintuitive as well, all kinds of things. So where should we start? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> okay a
1: fun, young memory as a hungry, fresh realtor. And I was working out of our downtown office, you know, just hustling. And I met someone who came into our office. I think he lived in one of the high rises downtown. And said, oh, you know, my parents, they're visiting. We'd like to look at some condo condominiums downtown. And, you know, being new, really wanted to pull out all the stops. So I hired an Uber XL with Ooh, the driver fancy. To, yeah. to drive us to each building. And we looked at some really nice ones. It was, it was really fun. We saw, for those who might know, in downtown San Francisco, the Millennium. We even saw the private residences at St. Regis Ooh. and Four Seasons. And it was yeah I was learning as I went along on the tour and 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 at the end of the day spent a good amount of money on Ubers and you know ended the tour chatted with the client shared the different options talked about the value to the best of my ability and then I and I think it was crickets after that he thanked me and his parents were very grateful but I don't think I heard from them for the longest time and I thought wow what a waste of money. What <laughs> As great a new well, what agent. You, Connie, Uber what? Yeah, you know? Yeah, the, I had the Uber Excels, exactly. The Uber Black Cards. I just thought, was that the dumbest thing I ever to have done? And, you know, it, there, there are a lot of those, I think, in my early days. But years later, probably five years at least, I get an email from this person and he remembered me as an agent and said you know i'm it wasn't my parents my parents aren't looking but i'm actually looking for an investment property and i thought okay how serious is he but he turned out to be really serious and i thought wow I must have left such a strong impression on him that he remembered me after all these years and came back as a much more equipped agent and really excited to work with him again and ended up helping him buy an investment property in San Francisco and that was such a good reminder that to one just to constantly stay true to yourself, treat your clients as you would treat any other client. and with the intention that, yes, they all are serious, but maybe on very different paths and journeys, but that what you do really does reflect who you are, that they remember you years later. So that was a really fun... Okay, all it wasn't for nothing, you know? Yeah. Everything you put in, especially as a, a hungry new realtor, it's not for nothing. It really does pay off in the long
2: run. I have an interesting tidbit to add because... So that, that client who came back a few years later, I helped a lot with their search to buy the investment property. And I actually didn't know about the, I don't think I knew about the Uber kind of story at the time, but I remember just thinking that this client really has so many positive things to say about you, Connie. He was so effusive and sharing so many nice things. I remember the saying, I think he kept saying was, Connie just gets it. She knows what people are looking for and she's just an amazing realtor and i think he even shared a story of he had worked with other agents before mm-hmm. and you know after all those years had remembered mm-hmm. the impact that you made with all those uberx sales. but <laughs> but no seriously he he had only positive things to say and and has left us great reviews and it was it you know hearing your side of that mm-hmm. story again right now and then thinking that i kind of caught it at the end or picked up at the other side of it it was it's really really cool to see how that's kind of a blessing in disguise
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. For our young realtors listening to this, I think there's all we can do, especially as you're building your client list or clientele is really just to give as much value and come to think of it in between those years, as an, as an agent, I would send out mailers. And I remember because I knew he owned a, a property in downtown, every time his name would pop up, I'd think, Oh, you know, is he opening up this mail or, you know, is this going to be of value? And I think all of the little things definitely do add up and they do help in focusing on what you have control over. So important.
2: Cliff, what about you? My story for Blessing in Disguise is after graduating college. So, so I graduated in 2009, which was a kind of a rough time to graduate. You know, the kind of the economy started to collapse in 2008. So when I graduated in 2009, one of my goals, ideally, was to kind of move to San Francisco, work in finance, and kind of start that career. But instead, I had to pivot, and I joined Teach for America. Great program. I, I was excited to, to join, of course, but that was not kind of the 1A option from graduating. And I remember at the time, I don't want to say I was, I wasn't bummed by any means. I was still excited, but, you know, not getting your top choice of what you want kind of felt that a little bit inside. But in hindsight. It was a blessing. You know, I've pretty much lived in California all my life. I moved to Houston and had some really, really fun experiences there. A few of my best friends to this day are folks that I met while living in Houston and and doing Teach for America. And I also think of a couple memorable things, too, that I would have never had otherwise, like the drive out from California to Texas. That in and of itself was kind of a crazy trip. It's 20 plus hours you go through California, Nevada, New Mexico, I'm missing a state, Arizona, and then half of Texas. That's all on that trip. Yeah. Half of the trip is actually in Texas from El Paso to Houston, which is crazy to give you a sense of how wide Texas is. And I had a my dad came out with me mm-hmm. on that trip, and that was a really really cool experience to hear his story. And just spend three or four days kind of just driving with my dad out to Texas. And also learning that their immigration story was they were either going to go to San Francisco or San Antonio, Texas. And I just think about my dad with a Texas Mm. (laughs) accent (laughs) Accent and how that would just be very, very different. And then coming back to California. And here we are, you know, and and everything kind of worked out for a reason, but it it truly was, yeah, a blessing in disguise. Sometimes not getting what you want in life, that is the blessing in disguise because you realize life can unfold in different ways. I was recently actually, someone shared this idea of a false dichotomy with me, or I've heard of the term, but I never really spent time thinking about false dichotomy. Mm And I just think it's like a very interesting thing. It's like I think our brains think that there's only two paths, the dichotomy of it's got to be path A, and if path A doesn't happen, then we're mad that we have to go path B. But it's a false dichotomy because there's not just A and B in life. Yeah. There's A, B, not even A to Z. There's a bajillion ways. There's A1. There's A1. There's unlimited ways that life can unfold yeah. and to not get stuck thinking life has to happen in this way. So.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: what about you, Kenny?
0: So a couple of years ago, a few years ago, there was a moment when I thought that I would leave residential real estate sales and I had been in the industry at that point for a handful of years and there was something that wasn't clicking. Like there was something that I just wasn't quite figuring out like, ah, how do I feel? Yeah, I've been doing this for so long, like my passion for it kind of has faded or has ebbed and flowed. What can I do to invigorate my passion? And so, you know, I was exploring a lot of different things outside of direct sales. And what I realized in the past couple of years is that actually everything that I wanted was right under my nose. Mm -hmm. And... It wasn't actually getting out of real estate sales. I just needed to reorient myself and pivot to approaching real estate sales in a very, very different way. And what it turned out to be was starting our company and building out our team, recruiting more agents, and then changing my focus from direct real estate sales, one-on-one client service to mentoring, coaching, and supporting other people to build their businesses in real estate sales. And that was such a blessing in disguise because it was so unexpected, you know? I thought that it was really like, oh, there's something about real estate sales in general that wasn't working, but it was just not working for me necessarily. And, and Or I'm that so, version of it. That version of it wasn't working. And and it was really, really sad when I actually was thinking about and considering leaving real estate sales because I love real estate. I love real estate sales, like the process of helping people move through this life transition in this life chapter is so special to me. I love so much about it, but there was something about the version of me doing that direct client sales work that wasn't working. And and so now that we have built a team where I can do a lot more mentorship and coaching, and sometimes I still do service, but it's less my focus, I have found so much more gratification and satisfaction in the coaching and mentorship aspect of what I get to do today. It's so unexpected because truly I was about to leave the industry and leave sales. But what I really needed to do was absolutely stay on sales, but Mm. do it from a different vantage point. And I've just loved that little blessing in disguise that continues to unfold and continues to reveal different levels and layers of passion. You know, the more I do what I do now, the more I feel passionate about it. And that discovery process has been something that feels incredibly critical to my personal development and my professional development. And I feel very, very, very lucky to have found something that feels so nourishing and soul-fulfilling. It feels really, really special to do the work that I do now. Any other blessings in disguise about real estate, about life, about entrepreneurship?
1: I'll share a life blessing in disguise. And I may have shared this in a previous episode, I can't recall, but if folks are listening for the first time, I, in high school, I knew I was not the smartest class, kid in the classroom. <laughs> but you know, I thought I, I tried hard. I took honors and AP classes. I did a lot of extracurricular. So I thought I'd get into a decent college. And I got rejected from almost every college I applied to and the one college that did accept me later rescinded my application because I failed physics and i remember feeling like the biggest failure ever and you know what was wrong with me what a shame and then our speech and debate coach suggested i go to community college and at the time community college at least in our community or my family it was it felt very stigmatized of oh you don't go you know you know you work so hard or we We sacrifice so much so you can get a higher education at a university. And so I remember being so scared to tell my parents, hey, I'm going to go to community college. But one, they were so (laughs) happy because that meant I would stay local, which was really cute. But mentally, I felt like the biggest failure. And I think it was Facebook or MySpace that was prevalent at the time. I I, I think I shut that all off and I wasn't even... I didn't even have an account because I was so embarrassed, so I cut off a lot of high school friends because I just carried the shame of, wow, I'm not good enough, I'm going to community college. But when I was there, it taught me so much about grit and resilience and starting over because Mm -hmm. college was such a fresh start. I loved high school and then I got to college and I thought, wow, this is great. I put my head down and I really did well in school. For the first time, I got straight A's and also I feel like I became my own at at, at Pasadena City College. I even still was involved in student government as student trustee and made the most of the two years at my community college which led to scholarships and then an acceptance at my dream college which was UC Berkeley and paid my way through that and there was always kind of this the shame that I held even after I graduated from Cal that I went to PCC or whenever I talk to people I wouldn't really talk about my community college days but they are so formative of who I am today because it really taught me that that process of what I thought was a failure was probably the best thing that could have happened in my life because it's led me to where I am today to making the most of a situation and to making even more of what I what I could have even imagined of that time in my life and i made such great friends people that i still am in touch with today and had really great mentors and yeah just really grateful to have gone through that
2: thanks for sharing that on. I will share one, I guess more of a personal example. Mine is Blessing in Disguise is I think for, for friends who might be listening to this, Misa and I have been on the baby-making pregnancy journey for, for a while now. You know, we've just crossed the one-year mark and it's been a tough, challenging road for for both of us, but but more so for her. And don't get me—it's—it's—it's it's, it's been tough, you know. Seeing her, you know, every month, kind of go through the ups and downs of it, or mostly downs of it, you know, and kind of having to repeat and regroup, herself and put back together, and just repeat, repeat every month, and kind of get beaten down. But the blessing in disguise is, I think, knowing that it's going to happen, that we're going to be fine. But also, it's allowed us in the last year to really work on our relationship, on things that I think if it had happened right away, we wouldn't have talked about. And, you know, we don't need to get into all, all the details of, of that on, the, on this <laughs> podcast. But in terms of just intimacy, communication, for me, it's it's forced me to grow up as a man just to understand, I think, the female side of things, the female body more and kind of all of that process. And um maybe i'm just trying to make a what is it make lemonade out of lemons or something but i really feel like it's been a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. for us because we've grown a lot together and i feel like we it's interesting with with your spouse or with a deep relationship because as you get into deeper levels usually through trials and tribulations and you get to learn more about that person it's like peeling the onions it's weird because you don't know you know that there are more layers there but you don't know what the other layer has and only by going through it do you actually start to see those other layers and it makes life more beautiful. It makes that that relationship with that person more beautiful yeah. and more special. Yeah, that's been our blessing in disguise over the last year. And we're, I guess we're still being blessed from it because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and no no news to announce. So Yeah,
0: it's also really wonderful to hear about a blessing in disguise that's very current mm. because I think so many times we don't realize what the blessing is until many, many years Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So what I think is so wonderful about what you're sharing, Cliff, is that it's a very mindful practice. Like The Mm -hmm. the mindfulness and and the presence of being able to see through a current hardship what the blessing is is such a powerful emotional tool to be able to say, wow, I'm going through a really, really hard time, but there already is this... Silver lining, or there's this blessing that is already unf- unfurling and unfolding and revealing itself to you. And yeah, that's a powerful place to be because I think that is such an aspirational way of living. Because we're always going to be able to, we're always going to be going through hardships, regardless of where we are in life. We're always going to be going through hardships. But if we're able to find what that what that blessing in disguise is with our current hardships is, that's a superpower.
2: Mm. Agreed, agreed, yeah. yeah. And, and to add to that, kind of adding to what Connie was saying earlier about things being stigmatized, it's been really, really interesting to see as we've shared with other folks and they've shared back about mm. their journeys as well and just the words of encouragement that we've gotten and the connections that we've built with other friends who now have kids learning about their, their journey
0: and it being not as stigmatized in our heads, just yeah. how tough it can be, so
2: yeah thank, thank, thanks for that Kenny
0: Yeah. well thank you all for listening to some of our blessings in disguise I, I just love these and I think that this could be you know we might do a part 2 a part 3 a part 4, mm, four of I these blessings in disguise which I love and yeah we just really appreciate all of y'all who've tuned in and gotten to share in some of these little reflections of life and business that Connie Cliff and I have been able to think about. And yeah, it's just, we really appreciate you. And on that note, this is the end of another episode of Thoughtful Realtor Podcast. You can find us at willamar.com or on Instagram at willamar underscore underscore. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And if this was a helpful episode, an enjoyable episode, we encourage you to share the love and share it with someone that you think would also enjoy it. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.